Today on the Cigar Circle podcast, San Andreas Maduro has taken over the Maduro market. Have you guys noticed this trend? We're noticing a trend. We're going to run through a list of our favorite recent releases that utilize the San Andreas Maduro wrapper. Plus, we blindfold the big dog again. I'm going to give Carl an unbanded cigar, see if he can name the cigar just from the experience of smoking it. And then Mame Kendall from Altadas USA. She joins the program to talk cigars and help us kick off our monthly promotion. We'll tell you guys all about that and more coming right at you. Welcome to episode four. Cut it, light it, and let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 4 of the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast, coming at you from the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge in Irving, New York. As always, this is Carl, here with my buddy, my business partner, my co-manager, what else? Who else? Dave. Dave, <laughs> what's up, man? How's it been this week? How you been doing? What you been smoking? How you been feeling? Lay it on me, buddy. Yeah, it's been a great week, a great week in the humidor. It's been a great week in the lounge. And, uh, you know, to everybody listening, we just really, really appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode here. We got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Uh, you heard you heard me in the intro there talk about this trend that I've been noticing of these awesome, like, mega releases, too. Some of these cigars are, are big-time, highly anticipated releases, and so many of them are making use of this, this wrapper, this Mexican San Andreas leaf. We're going to talk about that. And... Uh, I'm really excited because, yeah, I read some cool articles about this and, you know, I'm trying to get behind what is, what is the driving force behind this trend. Anyway, we'll talk about that. And uh, I've got a pretty, I've, I think I've got a good cigar picked out for you this week too, Carl. Yeah, I'm, I'm Jones and one, man. I mean, I, I had a lighter one this morning. I'm excited. I haven't looked at it yet. It's in like a little uh, pillow box here in front of me. We also have um, an exclusive energy interview with Mame Kendall, mm-hmm. sells us a lot of our cigars. She's been in the industry for such a long time. She's a wealth of knowledge and stories, uh, kind of helping us kick off our brand of the month, um, brands of the month, I should say. Mm-hmm. We got Monte Cristo, Romeo and Juliet, H. Upman, Aging Room, Trinidad, Gispare, so many brands, all buy four, get one free mm-hmm. this month at the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge. Anytime you mix and match four, you're going to grab one free cigar from us. So... A lot of exciting things coming at you on this episode, but first, you know, as Dave kind of alluded to, you know, as uh, two guys that buy a lot of cigars to get to you guys, the cigar smoker, we do notice trends a lot when reps are trying to get us into a new cigar. And Mm -hmm. I will say at the beginning of our journey here as, uh, you know, cigar retailers, the big thing was everybody was trying to sell us, and I'm going to use the words that some of the reps used at first. Connecticut's with balls. That was the thing that like everybody was trying to sell us, right? Like summer 21 into fall 21. It was, this is a Connecticut, but don't, don't, don't give, don't be fooled. It's got balls, you know? And it was like, uh, okay, what does that mean? And they all kind of, uh, you know, some were better than others, but they all kind of went the same way. You're smoking it. Yeah, it's a Connecticut. It's good. It's beautiful, creamy, nice, thick smoke. And then at the end, there's like some, I don't know, like some Ligero in there or something mm-hmm. in the last third mm-hmm. that just gives right. it a little bit of a kick. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, oh, it's like an AJ Connecticut. Right. Cool. But for two thirds of the cigar, it's like, you know, yeah, this is what I expected I would get, I think. Um, I've also heard the cigar, I've heard it referenced back to the AJ Fernandez New World Connecticut as All like the, the, the cigar that kicked off this trend of... Yeah. So, right Connecticut shade with balls yeah they got balls you know like so the one that I remember the one that I remember the most is the the Jack Daw from Blackbird uh-huh. that's how that was marketed to us and we're like oh oh let's try and it was it's a great cigar but yeah. like then it's like every Connecticut was like uh, well, this is a mild medium, and then uh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, and then oh, well, this is a Connecticut, but it's more of a medium Connecticut, and we're like, oh, <laughs> all right, uh, we just we just we just had that, but all right, sure, yeah. well, and they're great, like yeah, yeah, I like a Connecticut like that just kicks a little bit at the end, like the AJ Connecticut is good, and I wouldn't classify it the same way as I would like a Cohiba Connecticut, they're di- they're distinctly different, mm. 
Yeah. And it's nice, but it seems like things have moved away from that sort of strategy to more of the San Andreas everything. Right. Um, which we've noticed quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, just the other day, I smoked a San Andreas Sumatra. It was pretty interesting. Maybe talk more about that later on or next episode. But Dave, you know, Dave has astutely uh, observed that everybody's trying to hand us rocket ship San Andreas cigars. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, been a trend, and not only in the cigars that we are being handed by reps or being pitched, but also just in you know in these mega releases throughout the industry. So like the first one that sort of uh you know the the first one that comes to mind maybe the oldest cigar of this group of recent releases is the underground 10 right mm-hmm. um the original underground maduro has a san andreas wrapper on it um but that cigar came around you know 10, 10 years ago right mm-hmm. and then they come out with this underground 10 last year like early last year uh awesome super dark rich smooth fantastic cigar great then we have the Rocky Patel 60, mm. right? Another San Andreas wrapper. Love it. You know, we we put this cigar at the very top of our top 25 of 2022. That's how much we like that cigar. Uh, awesome. There was the, going back through like Rocky Patel's portfolio, the quarter century, the winter collection, the the newer releases of the DBS, and and I know it's called a double broadleaf selection, but there's there's two types of broadleaf tobacco in the cigar, but it's still got a San Andreas wrapper on it. The Hamlet Tabacero back from 2015 was San Andreas, right? The uh, what's the there's an, there's another Rocky Patel on this list too. The Blackened from Drew Estate yeah, yeah, mega release, huge, widely anticipated San Andreas Maduro again. Um, Tatuaje. Tuxla, right? Wasn't yes. That a, just, yes. A, just a rocket of a San Andreas limited supply. Right. Um, and I know that because I smoked one. Yes. Um, yeah. So I it, made the mistake of trying to smoke that cigar like right when it first arrived. And that is one thing I've noticed about San Andreas Leaf is that you need to let that shit sit for a, a little bit. You can't just fire it right up out of, out, of, out of the factory. Or, you know, if it's too fresh, it is going to blow you away and and i really found that cigar to be like the strongest one of the strongest i had ever smoked and now you know thinking back on it now it's like i just made that mistake of not letting it age long enough I yeah think. you got to put it in time out even the punch people's champ has the san andreas binder mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right so like it's getting used in every every sort of way right right you know so whereas in the beginning you know less than two years ago it was like in the store observing it was like big ring gauge mild to medium mm-hmm. flavor and now you know i mean i've even observed it in our customers like they're moving towards stronger sticks and mm-hmm. maybe in a smaller batola right you know right but yeah so uh, you know this starting with the undercrown 10 the blackened the rocky dbs you know there's there were these the, there's the uh, the age limited rare second edition. That's mm-hmm. another one from Rocky Patel. Um, so there was this this ongoing trend of these mega releases, right? Like when Rocky or Drew Estate releases a cigar, there's a ton of marketing behind it, um, and everybody knows it's coming well in advance and that kind of thing. And they're choosing to put this wrapper on their mega release like full body options. And it seems to be a trend right now, and I'm loving it because I've been I've been a broadleaf guy for a long time. And if you would have asked me six months ago what my favorite rapper was, I would say Connecticut broadleaf, and you know that. Mm-hmm. But man, my palate is changing, and I don't know if it's the result of the fact that all these awesome new cigars are using this wrapper. But when I'm when I'm smoking for my own pleasure right now, after I've had a nice meal. I'm reaching for San Andreas every time, you know, the, the, the AJ Fernandez, new world Puro Especial, super dark San Andreas Maduro, the, the blackbird crow, just so good. Uh, another San Andreas Maduro, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I can't, I can't 
I can't say that I've had the same experience. Um, I feel like uh, in the early going of you know being here and in the business, I was all about full body smokes all the time, mm-hmm. you know, Habanos and San Andreas and, and, and those fuller kind of Maduros, and I could feel myself coming down on that. Mm. Um, I don't think I'm smoking any more than I normally would, maybe a little bit more, but nothing crazy compared to like, you know, because we've worked in other tobacco places and mm. things like that. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm getting a little bit more flavor from things that are like in the more medium spectrum. Um, but then again, you know, San Andreas wrapper has a use in a lot of different cigars. It's mm-hmm. not strictly like you read San Andreas. It's going to be full body. It's it's a good rule of thumb, mm-hmm. you know, but it has utility everywhere. Yes. I, I think we started to see, you know, quite a big shift from the, uh, you know, the mild big ring kind of things that we uh, saw were very popular. Right. Uh, you know, in mid twenty one, all the way to like maybe the beginning of last year, right. when it kind of petered out a little bit. What I thought was really interesting, like re- I was, you know, just looking into to see if there's evidence of this trend or if this is like something that I'm just sort of picking up on now. But like, yeah, sure enough, you know, I I, I did some reading, and it's just interesting to learn about where this stuff really comes from. Um, there is a there is a single family. Apparently, there is a single family in mexico that basically controls the production of all of the mexican san andreas that comes out of that country um what what is the name of this family here let's see it's uh, having a great time. the turrent family t-u-r-r-e-n-t the turrent family um owns you know you know all of these farms in mexico mexico is a huge country and that's not to say that it's all farm tobacco farmable right but you have that much geographic area, the odds of you being able to find some good soil go up, right? And so, um, and there's, there's, you know, a lot of that soil is, is, is rich with volcanic ash and that kind of thing. And the Turrent family moved, you know, is another story, same story as like with, with some of these iconic brands in Nicaragua where, you know, Jose Orlando Padron like escapes Cuba and runs to Nicaragua and starts planting his Cuban seed tobacco in Nicaragua same story here um this guy this guy Torrent uh he, he fled Cuba went to Mexico and started growing tobacco and his family to this day still controls like the vast vast majority of the production there it's pretty cool that's wild I mean thinking about San Andreas cigars uh if I had to pick a favorite one I mean like you said we did make the Rocky 60 our number one for mm-hmm. 2022 yeah. um just one of the most perfect cigars I've ever had mm. Uh, so which is it was such a surprise for me at the time just because uh you know i'm a habano guy i don't typically expect to smoke a san andreas and uh you know move it up so so far on my list but then it was a surprise to see that cigar coming at number one on both dave and myself's <laughs> blind list it yeah, was that was pretty cool you I, you know we have a lot of similar likes but our, our palettes are pretty different mm-hmm. so it was a, a surprise to see that the undercrown tend to as well like dave spoke on earlier just two fantastic cigars. I would give my edge to the Undercrown 10. Um, but, I mean, you really can't miss with either one of those. Yeah, yeah. They're both awesome. And uh, speaking of awesome cigars, I've got one picked out for you here. So, yeah. we, uh, you know, this is an ongoing segment where I'm going to pick out a cigar from amongst our vast inventory. Take off the packaging, the band, everything. So, it's just a blank, unmarked cigar. And I'm going to give it to Carl. He's going to, you know... Give it a feel, give it a give it a taste, give it a cut, give it a light, give it a puff. <laughs> and throughout the course of the episode, we're gonna see if he can name the cigar just from just from the experience. Let's see. Alright, we're gonna pull this thing out. I have not looked at it yet, and we have a nice box press cigar, and it looks like a box press Connecticut cigar. Mm. It's like a it doesn't have that glow that is that a that a uh, Connecticut cigar has, but it's got a very light wrapper. Um this is a beautiful cigar. Cool. Box press. Interesting. Unique shape too, right? Like it's a little bit flat. It's not a square press. It's, you know, rectangular box press. Um, the shape, you know, when, when you're, when we're doing this, and this would be a fun experiment to do with your buddies at, at your, at your local lounge is to, you know, see, see if you guys test yourself, you know, take off the band and see if you can start to pick up on the actual flavor differences and, you know, subtle nuance differences. So the appearance of the thing is going to be the first clue, you know, always. 
So I'm checking this thing out. I'm gonna give it a cut here on the table. Let's go. All right, nice easy cut. Cap comes right off. And what I'm gonna do first, like always, is uh, I'm gonna give this thing a nice little taste here, a little dry pull. See how, uh, see how, see what I'm picking up. Just a good way to experience a cigar without actually lighting it. Yeah, nice dry puff will yield some nice mild, you know, subdued flavors. They're they're subdued as opposed to actually lighting the cigar, but they're there and noticeable. And it's a you know it's a a fun and interesting way to really start to refine your own palate. Try to pick up on these really soft flavors from the dry pull. Yeah, so I'm getting a lot of like weedy, hay kind of, kind of earthy kind of kind of taste to it, but like just like a, a, a like a weedy flavor is mm. kind of the the first one that that definitely sticks out to nice. me. Cool. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cigars in our humidor. I know you know many of you guys listening have been in here, but some of you may have not. There's a lot of cigars out there, so this is a tall task. And uh, Carl, to this point, we played we played this game a few times, and uh, he hasn't missed yet. And I'm confident that he's going to be able to figure this one out too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to lighting this one up. So let's uh, let's get to that right now. Cool. Nice triple flame, strong flame from the boy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing that sticks out is that the first couple pulls are not very mild. They're not going to be, they're not full, but this cigar has like a little bit of, of punch to it off the, off the rip. Is it a Connecticut with balls? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> we talked about that earlier. And I don't know. Something tells me this Connecticut's been around for a little bit longer than that trend. But, uh, nice. there's a, you know, there's, there's hair on it. There's I don't know if it's balls on it, but there's some definite <laughs> hair. <laughs> no. So you guys know how it goes. I'm gonna smoke this one, you know, over the course of the episode. Mm -hmm. Let you know what I'm tasting through every third of it, and then you know, give me about give me a third of it to uh, work through some options here. And in the meantime, what we're gonna do is throw it over to Mame Kendall, who is our exclusive industry insider interview of the week. Yeah, we spoke with Mame, and uh, you know she has some really cool, some really cool perspective on the industry as someone who's been doing it from from different sides. She's she's done retail, and now she's you know an account executive with one of the largest holdings companies in the industry, representing a number of top top brands. You'll hear all about it. Uh, we'll bring that to you right now. Here's Mame Kendall from Altadas USA. I'm here with Mame Kendall from Altadas Cigars. Mame, thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Of course, anytime. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm great. Um, we had a big week in the cigar industry, some big news. We had the the, uh, the TPE convention, um, which uh, you know looked like a lot of fun online. We weren't there this year, but uh, we plan to go back to PCA and, uh, you know, I know that um, Altadis has, you know, not necessarily been like participating in the sort of fullest scope that they used to in these trade shows, right? Do you know very much about that or um, like the decision so I, to stay I out of those? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I have been inquiring because I personally, um, I personally love the PCA trade show and I also was a board member at one time when I was a retailer. So it, it does mean a lot to me. Um, yeah. you know, we're pretty active in TPE, but it sounds like we are working our way back to PCA. Um, you know, I don't know that for sure. I just think that it eventually will happen. Yeah. Um, sooner than later, I, I definitely hope I've never got to experience, uh, PCA as a, uh, manufacturer. So, well, actually, I have. I lied about that. But I've never been onto the scope of Altadis, which is so large. I've never been in that. Big right. Of a, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I really hope that that works out. That that uh, that would be, I think, a boost for obviously for the convention and just for the industry as a whole. You know, to get into it, like you touched on the fact that Altadis is. A, a huge company so like let why don't we start sort of back up and just tell people from the beginning like 
because they're not going to, not everyone who smokes cigars is going to know that name necessarily or, you know, know what that means. So, like, can you take us back and sort of give us the 101, like, who, who is Altatus USA? Sure. So we are, you know, a big company that we we represent a lot of other, a lot of brands. And for me on the um, cigar side, you've got Monte Cristo, Romeo and Juliet, which those are two names that most everyone, if you have ever walked into a cigar store, you, you know what, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have H Upman, Henry Clay, um, Omar Ortez, uh, Casa de Garcia, mm-hmm. which is one of our, you know, uh, bundle brands. Mm-hmm. We have St. Louis Ray, Trinidad, um, Vega Fina, mm-hmm. so many. Yeah. There's, there's really quite a few. I'm, I'm smoking a Trinidad Espiritu Series 2 right now, actually. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. That's a very good choice. That is a Brazilian Maduro, and I'm sure you love it. I do. I absolutely love it. You know. You know. So, so the, uh, yeah. what, what, what's, what I wanted to ask you is like, uh, yeah, so, so Altatus represents a, a number of brands, and a couple of them, at least, if not more than a couple, are among the very, very most popular brands in the entire industry. You know, um, yeah, speaking specifically about Romeo y Julieta and about Monte Cristo, right? Like they're massive and so popular. And in my experience, and now I've, I haven't been doing this as long as, as other people. And like you've been in retail. And so I wanted to get your take on this. I've worked in a couple of different shops and seen sort of the same trend as far as the, the cigar that sits at the very top of that popularity scale in, in every shop that I've been in has been the same cigar and it's the Reserva Real from, from Romeo y Julieta. And so have you, now that you, you know, you have this big, you have this big, a much larger uh, pool of shops that you're like, that you're looking at um, than, than I do. Certainly, um, you know, you see it on a much wider scale is there a real is definitely a right. number one seller. Right. And is it, so, so the question though is like, is that true in every shop or are there some places where like un, there's another one of your cigars that maybe it just in that town for whatever reason or something like that? No, I would definitely say Reserva real is definitely number one. It is one that mo- a lot of people go to um, the, you know, the other, competitor but it's definitely a little bit higher price would be monte cristo white yeah i would say monte white is is a huge player as well yeah you know definitely on the pricier side but you know the reserva real is number one you can't you can't beat it (laughs) you really can't and uh it was actually on this show a couple weeks ago you know carl and i will talk about memorable smokes we've had that week and um it had been a long time, but but Carl popped open a Reserva Real Toro one morning, and uh, mm-hmm. he was like, man, you know, it's been like, you know, I don't know how long, maybe two years since I've had one of these cigars, right? And he was like, it, it, it was incredible. And uh, there's a reason it's so popular, right? When something gets that popular in, an, in a niche industry like this, where guys know how to appreciate good stuff, like that, there's a reason for it. Uh, that's what I always say, you know. Yeah. So it's just been around forever. It's, it's a staple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good one, um, to try. It's a good one for a beginner. It's a good one for somebody that just wants that consistent cigar. That's always going to be there for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, we have so many cigars today that come in and out, you know, that's one that you pretty much are always going to be able to find. Um, yeah. so yeah, I definitely would say that's, yeah. Great one to choose. That's awesome. You know, I think that those are two brands that are known for like their most, their biggest hits and their most popular cigars are milder smokes, you know, and they are. Yeah. And they can serve as awesome, uh, like gateways for, for, for people just getting into the hobby. They're like a fantastic premium quality, mild cigar that is going to be complex have a lot of awesome flavor notes and like get guys used to the idea of like searching their palate for these new and interesting flavors but not be so strong that it will turn somebody off uh you know when they're getting started on their cigar journey tell us about a couple of cigars that uh 
you know, that, that are in this family of brands, maybe that you would suggest aside from the Trinidad, which I'm having right now, it's a very, very dark wrapper on that cigar. Um, and it's, but, but what's awesome about it is it's complex. And so I'm like, what I'm, what I'm asking for, I guess, from you is like a couple of cigars from the Altadas family that are fuller bodied maybe, or at least, uh, have a little bit more in that body profile and not, not, uh, like Connecticut shade smokes, like the white and like reserve real. So, I mean, definitely the Trinidad series too is, is one of those cigars that I think is excellent. I, that Brazilian Maduro, I think is amazing as an, an amazing rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the heritage from Upman. Yeah. Um, that one is excellent. Another darker rapper that is very good. Um, I think, if you want a stronger Monte Cristo, you need to try your Monte Cristo Nicaraguan. Mm. Um, we're doing a lot of Nicaraguan stuff, which I think a lot of people are, but that Monte Cristo Nicaraguan is going to be your fuller bodied, nice, complex cigar. Yeah. Um, and even the Upman classic, which is a Connecticut, mm-hmm. not necessarily the mildest cigar out there, but it does have some complex flavors and, you know, is very enjoyable. That's awesome. Yeah, we, Carl and I made a list of our top 25 cigars of the year. And the Upman classic Ooh. was on that list. Um, we, we pushed Jeez, it out I on our social media channels and stuff. Yeah, that was, so that's definitely been, been one of our favorites this year. And I totally agree with everything you Sound. said about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Thank one. You. So, uh, another cigar I'm going to throw out there right now, which, uh, was it 2019, cigar of the year right the i can't aging... believe i didn't even mention yeah that cigar. yeah <laughs> tell us <laughs> about it doing? yeah the aging room yes. or the 1935 the the, the aging the room, aging so room the yes aging room quattro nicaraguan yes is um an excellent cigar it yeah. does come in quite a few sizes um it's uh you know rafael nodal uh is the blender on that mm-hmm, cigar mm-hmm. so he gives us um he gives us a lot of good a lot of good cigars um but your blend on that again is nicaraguan it's mm-hmm. medium to full um you know your wrapper binder and filler is all nicaraguan um and it is it's it is a blend with aj um it was it got 96 in this uh, number one cigar in cigar aficionado it got a 96 rating as the number one cigar mm. um you know i'm not super good on cigar notes like when somebody says well what are the flavor notes but i can tell you that it's you know it's peppery you know some people say it has a bit of a chocolate finish if that makes sense you know i'm just not one i don't describe that way i'm not good at that but i know what i like so yeah and that's what matters and i'm kind of with you like you know i i do my best to put words to the flavors i'm experiencing but that's not like that's not my strong suit either you know uh exactly you know but anyway that that aging room uh you know the 96 rating on that cigar was like one of the highest that anyone had ever seen up to that point um you know, they weren't always given out 96 ratings like that at Cigar Aficionado. So that was pretty cool to see the, um, Absolutely. yeah. And so is there to be, before I've got a couple other questions about like, you know, you, cause you come from a retail background and, and I thought it would be cool to talk about that for a second, but is there anything, you know, new and exciting coming down the pipeline? You can sort of pull back the curtain for us. Oh, there's her totally is, um, First of all, let's not forget about the 1935 Monte Cristo. Good point, yes. Okay, that was unbelievable, or it is an unbelievable cigar. And in today's age, when we are have struggling to get um, Liga from another company, mm. um, 1935, I think, is an excellent um, counter, is an excellent um, substitution mm. soon to become your number one pick, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But what do I know? <laughs> um, so we do have a couple of things coming down the pike. We have um, the Romeo and Julieta Envy, which again is Nicaraguan. Um, it's an 11 count box. We have a new aging room Quattro Nicaraguan that's being released. Filler. Mm-hmm. So cool. that is going to be there. I think it's going to be really hot. It's medium to full. So anything that's aging room has been doing really well. 
Um, and then we did come out with a new banker by Upman and it's called the day trader and it's a 10 count box. Um, okay. That's cool. A yeah. 10 count box of a, yeah. of H Upman banker. And oh. it's called the day trader. So I think that should be pretty cool. Um, it's everything isn't shipping now, but you know, sure. It'll be out soon. Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's been a, that's been a struggle across the industry is like, you know, the, this stuff becomes some of the stuff becomes so popular and then suddenly guys are having a race to keep up with the demand um, and, and companies get, get stuck. You know what I mean? Like just trying to keep up. I can't imagine what it must be like. And I tell people all the time, when you think about the number of people involved in this operation that, that delivered that cigar into your hand, when you think about how many people and just how many man hours and, you know, different sets of hands it took, it's amazing that every one of these cigars doesn't cost 50 bucks a piece, you know? Um, it really is yeah. because it's worth it. Right. Um, it definitely is worth it. You know, you go to factories and you visit these factories and you see these people working and they work so hard and they're so good at what they do. Mm. Mm. And, you know, I was... You can buy a cigar box is pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's incredible to me. And, uh, you know, so... Guys, don't don't complain about the price of your ten dollar cigar. You know, think about think about what you're saying. <laughs> no, but exactly. Uh, exactly. And, that brings and, me to retail. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a great a great transition to, to, to retail. Is uh, you know, so so tell us just real quick about like you know how how long have you been working in cigars and where where did you get your start? I've been in cigars since um, two thousand one. And it started as a relationship and my boyfriend at the time had a cigar shop and I just kind of started helping him out on the weekends. And then it turned into, eventually it turned into full time and I was doing everything from basically managing all the bookkeeping um, and managing the employees in the store. And then we ended up having three stores and blah, blah, blah. Um, I unfortunately we got divorced and my our daughter and i moved back to pittsburgh i was in new hampshire i'm from pittsburgh pa born and raised hmm. so i decided i was going to come back here and in 2012 i opened up my own cigar shop um which was quite an achievement for me and i had an awesome pretty much almost 10-year run and i had a wonderful store, great customers, great whatever. And I just decided, you know, I'm going to sell it. And I had somebody offer me um, to buy it. And I agreed. And literally the next day after I signed all the paperwork with them, Altadis called me and hired me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it started. That's pretty cool. Do you think that was it because... Do you think that you had like sort of established a bit of a reputation for yourself, like in the in the sort of local uh, local or regional cigar industry, maybe like being someone who opened up a shop and then successfully, you know, made that business successful for 10 years like that is really hard to do. And I would have I would think that that would catch catch some some eyes. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like, <laughs> you know, stuck up or anything, but yes, I yeah. definitely think that I my um if you say name to most people in anywhere in the united states they know who i am yeah. if they're in the cigar industry right right um because you know one thing that my ex and i did was we started our own cigar brand as well and that is distributed nationally um and so you know i've kind of touched every aspect of the cigar business so far and i i love every bit of it but um i was I was ready to move on from retail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, my reputation definitely precedes me. Hopefully, <laughs> always in a good way. I don't ever want it to be in a bad way, but I, you know. Yeah, and and uh, as as newcomers to this side of the industry, you know, like uh, you've been one of the people who have sort of helped us make some new connections as well. You know, uh, someone who knows everyone in the industry, right? And and. <laughs> So when we meet someone new, oh, okay, where, you know, where, where's your, where's your shop out of, you know, well, we're in the Buffalo area. Oh, that's MAME's territory. You must know MAME, you know, and like they, we get that all the time for sure. So 
gosh. Well, that's good to know. I yeah. mean, thank you. I um, I love getting people the right connections, and I love introducing people to other people because this is as large of a community as this is. It is very small, um, and it is really fun to like hang out together. I mean, that is probably the best thing about the industry is that when I get to hang out with people in the industry, it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. It really, really makes me happy. You know, that's awesome. Well, mm -hmm. there's the, just to, to go back to cigars for just, for just a couple more questions here. So we just received, so this month at tall chief cigars is Altatus month. So we are featuring uh, a, a fantastic buy four get one free deal on all of the on all of the brands the Altadas brands that we carry so that's Monte Cristo Romeo and Julieta uh, that's Aging Room that's H Upman that's you know the whole the whole list that we went over right there's there's a, there's a lot of them and they're all going to be buy four get one this month at Tall Chief uh, so what I wanted to ask you is one of the featured cigars of this promotion we're running, we, we like to usually bring in a new smoke and use that as the centerpiece of the, of the monthly deal, right? And it's the Romeo y Julieta Envy that we just got. Um, what can you, if anything, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, what can you tell us about that cigar? Um, I mean, I, I unfortunately missed the boat on smoking it. Um, I can tell you that you know i think i already mentioned it is nicaraguan yeah um you know part of this line this envy like last year we did um eternal so it's all about that love and wanting and needing this cigar huh, yeah. um because it is romeo and you know you've got the whole love story there and right you know so last year was eternal this year is envy and the if you notice the box is green which i think is kind of cool yes um you know, so it is blended by our um, maestros. By the group of the maestros, that, yeah, yeah. By the group of maestros, yep. Um, our cigar-making masters have done that. So I think it, it really is about having, it's about a love story, you know. That's right. what Romeo and Julieta is all about. I love that. I love to hear the yeah. sort of the figurative, you know, uh, interpretation of, of these kinds of projects because I know how deeply these guys like, th I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know at all. I'm sure. But I like to imagine that these guys really have a spiritual connection with this stuff. And like, like I do, and that they're really putting, you know, the, uh, uh, so much attention and like, there's a, there's a much deeper interpretation of the, of the experience of this cigar that someone has put so much effort into. And so I really like to hear those, those stories behind these things, you know, I think that's just awesome. So anyway, look for that cigar this month at tall chief. It's going to be right in the center of our monthly promo. That's going to feature Monte Cristo, Romeo y Julieta, H Upman aging room. You guys are going to love it. And it's buy four, get one free all month. So Mame, thanks so much for, for taking the time to talk to us. I got one last question for you and I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit, but this is something we ask everyone at the end of each one of our interviews. And it's just open-ended. You can feel free to take off your Altatus badge for this question and just tell us straight okay. up, like, yeah, like, what is your, if you could pick one, what what's like your favorite cigar memory, right? Or like the best cigar you ever had or or where the, the, the conditions and the moment and the day was just right. You know, what what's mm -hmm. the first cigar memory that comes to mind? I can tell you that there's nothing like for me I like having a cup of coffee my you know if I decide to have a morning cigar a morning cigar or coffee any time of the day mm -hmm. and just that you know smelling the tobacco drinking the coffee really enjoying everything that you're you're experiencing at that moment um spring or fall weather to me makes a beautiful cigar experience you know, yeah. um, there's nothing worse than either freezing cold trying to get a cigar in or standing <laughs> in the like 90 degree heat. Like it's not enjoyable at all. Right. So, you know, that nice breeze is just perfect. Um, yeah. But I, you know, I mean, there's maybe not one time for me, but there are a lot of times. Yeah. 
a lot that yeah right that that, <laughs> that that experience you can have you know just about half of the year right where it's like that perfect weather nice little breeze in in your face and a perfect cigar in your hand and you're right i agree with you that that the breakfast cigar is always my favorite one you know that first cigar yeah. of the day for some reason is always my favorite one and today I reached for this Trinidad Espiritu Series 2, and it is absolutely hitting the spot. It's really dark looking, but not so yeah. strong that you can't smoke one in the morning. You know, it's like, it's just this wonderful, earthy, sweet, medium body that uh, I've really been enjoying. And there's a couple of guys that, that shop here every day that are like obsessed with this cigar too. So, um, yeah. yeah. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm so, glad to hear that. Um, yeah, I agree with you. The morning cigar is where it's at. And um, so, you know, Mame, thank you again for, for taking the time to talk about talk about cigars with us. Uh, you've you're someone who's been doing this a long time. So like your your, you know, vantage point is an interesting one, especially considering the fact that, you know, you represent a company that has such a huge footprint. And uh, that's got to be super interesting. So we'll probably need to do this again because I got I got a bunch more questions here. But uh, we'll save a few of those for next well, time. I, I, yeah, I enjoy it. And um, and thank you very much for uh, including me in your podcast. I am very flattered. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We'll we'll do it again for sure, okay? And I'll see you guys soon. That sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thank you, man. All right. Big thanks to Mame Kendall for making time to talk with us. That was really cool. Uh, she as you heard there represents not not just a you know some group of brands right but we're talking about some of the biggest most popular best selling brands in the entire industry and it's uh you know that's that's a, quite a responsibility if you think about it you know uh, she's the face of some of the largest brands for, for this area this part of the country um, brands that know. have just been around forever right everybody knows them by name you know everybody knows Romeo and Juliet probably the one cigar that mm -hmm. people who are going from like maybe something flavored or infused over to like you know your standard kind of cigar they're gonna you're gonna want to start them there right. you know our most popular cigar in the entire store by volume right. Romeo and Juliet Reserva Riel right Monte Cristo again mm -hmm. legacy brand been around for over 100 years uh, just identifiable names people know while also trying to get other brands off the ground like uh well, not really off the ground, but just more established, like mm -hmm. Aging Room, mm -hmm. Trinidad, mm -hmm. Gaspar, you know, right. brands that really aren't as aren't as revered, but still really, really good with a lot of really prime selections in their lines too. Yeah, one cigar that I've that I've been turned on to, so, you know, partly by by Mame recommending it to me, but also there's a couple of guy, a couple of our <laughs> our favorite customers that I have to thank. For, for, for pushing me into this cigar and I've really grown to like it and that's the Trinidad Series 2. Um, this thing is awesome. It's got this, uh, this Brazilian Maduro wrapper on it and it's the, there's this note of a dark cocoa to it that you can find in a lot of other cigars but I don't know, not like this. It's like really dark in flavor while not being really full-bodied, you know, and that's like a, such an awesome combination. It's the kind of thing that has that darkness and full flavored quality without being full bodied. Uh, you could smoke at any time of day. So that one's been really uh, one of my favorites in my in the rotation this week. You know, when we do these promotions and and uh, you know for for this month we're trying to get these brands some more exposure. Carl and I will you know sm smoke a lot of the stuff ourselves so that we can be talking about mm -hmm. it with guys and keep it in the forefront of people's minds. And so that's what we've been doing this month. Um, another one that I've gone back around to that used to be, uh, you know, a mainstay for me and I got away from for a little while and I'm grateful that we've come back around, uh, thanks to, to our, to our March promotion is the aging room Quattro Nicaragua. That's another one. That's actually a San Andreas Maduro. <laughs> uh, and, uh, it was, uh, awarded cigar of the year in 2019, I believe, yeah, right? That's right. 2019 cigar of the year with like a 96 um yeah just incredible stick uh you know and then um another one from this portfolio i'm going to throw out is like this total curveball but the the upman classic mm. was 
one of the best milder cigars that I've had in, in, uh, you know, of the year, one of my favorite mild cigars of the year, you know, like maybe top five Connecticut shade, uh, we put it on our list mm. of, uh, our top 25 of 2022. And, you know, I have Carl to thank for pushing me into that one too. Cause you, I remember the day that you came to me being like, dude, don't sleep on this one right here. No. You need to smoke one of these. Yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah. It was a little bit out of my wheelhouse because like I usually what I tell people is that if I had to imagine a cigar, the perfect size for that cigar would be six by 50. Hmm. Which is not the case with the with the Upman Classic Toro right. that I have been smoking a right. lot of. It's a six by fifty four. Mm-hmm. It's a fat Toro, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that size, but that is the perfect size for that cigar. I love it. It really smooths out. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of body to it at the end, but nothing crazy. Right. And it really smooths that out. You get that. I get that nice woody flavor. Some nice natural mm-hmm. uh, tobacco sweetness on that thing, and. It's just you could enjoy that at any time, and I, you know, as I have kind of lowered my uh, my my uh, search as far as like going from high high strength, high intensity cigar down to like a nice medium mild kind of place, uh, that was one that really stuck out with me, and mm-hmm. I alluded to it last episode. Uh, I also alluded to the uh, Romeo and Juliet Reserva Real, mm-hmm. really surprising me an episode or two ago. Um, that's one of the cigars we have on special, and that is a cigar that I think most people can enjoy, even if you find yourself smoking a lot of full-body, intense cigars. I really think it's good to mix in every now and then, something that's nice and light, reset the palate, enjoy with the coffee, get yourself kind of going in a different direction so that you know you don't get too bored mm-hmm. or too burnt out on those uh, full-body smokes there. So, I mean, that's just one to have in the humidor. Yes. Yeah, I agree. This is what's so much fun about these, the featuring different brands each month. Um, you know, the, the idea is that we're, we're trying to get our customers to try new stuff, get them interested in new cigars, which obviously is like, you know, it's good for any shop to keep their customers moving around the humidor, trying different things. Right. But it's going to make the hobby more fun for you guys. But what I'm saying now is that it's making it more fun for us too. I'm 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 guilty of getting stuck in my ways and letting my palate sort of just focus in on one thing and that's like all I'm interested in smoking at the time but doing it this way featuring different brands promoting different brands at different times of the year forces me outside of my box and gets me to try some different things that I maybe wouldn't wouldn't have gone back around to and so it's just been so much fun and I end up with new cigars in my regular rotation on a monthly basis now because of this and it's awesome and that's what we wish for you guys too yeah the discovery of new things that we've seen before but never really gave the time or attention that they uh, deserve has been a really cool and kind of unnoticed part of our journey as you know cigar retailers Mm -hmm. um i could tell you that i came in as mostly a you know let me get a full body stick i want it to kick me i would normally tell people i want this cigar to kick me in the teeth (laughs) You know, which wasn't a joke. Like it's not, it came off like one, but it wasn't a joke. I yeah. wanted the cigar to assault me, <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, I've really come down on that. I don't know why, but man, I could find so many things to appreciate about a nice mild Connecticut or mm-hmm. a nice medium Cameroon. And the coolest part about you know Mame's portfolio that we're featuring this month is that there is something for everybody. Yeah, there really is. We will find you something. So. With that being said, some of the cigars from her brands that I've tried this week uh, will lead off with the Monte Cristo Classic. Mm. Iconic cigar, yellow label, beautiful Monte Cristo uh, logo that's been around for so, so long. Um, just a perfect medium body cigar. Maybe the lower end of medium, but definitely what I would classify as a medium. Uh, get a little bit of coffee, get a little bit of leather, which I love finding in cigars. Um, I had a friend tell me that he struggles to pick up the leather taste because obviously leather is not a thing you can taste but i think the smell of certain things is just so identifiable and almost intoxicating that you can kind of you can kind of glean that off of a cigar that you're Mm -hmm. smoking and you know it when you find it and it's not everywhere um i usually get a lot of leather from more dominican uh maduro Mm. uh or also you know san andreas i get that leathery earthy 
kind of kind of flavor yeah, earthy yeah that i do like and i think there's just a, a little bit of leather in that cigar but mostly you know you got your cedar you got your coffee and you got that iconic leather taste all in a nice medium package that's not gonna you know assault you like uh you know <laughs> what i might have been looking for at uh some points in the past <laughs> you you you're uh what is some kind of a sadist or something right I mean, maybe my past life <laughs> got to slow down, feeling in my knees. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So that yeah, and and you know for the so so for the for the for the medium body guys, um, yeah, try try that cigar, try the Trinidad Series Two, um, mild body. You're looking for something mild in the morning. Make sure to try the Upman Classic. That one comes highly rec- recommended from both of us. Full body guys, if you haven't yet. I'm sure many of you have, but come back around to it. It's worth it. The Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua. Uh, those are those are my three picks from from Mame's uh, portfolio this week. What I've had. So you know, a couple cigars outside of Voltadas USA that I was smoking this week too. That I'll just um, you know throw the recommendation out to you guys. Are um, for for I'm going to go back to Espinosa. We talked about Espinosa cigars last week, but for or, uh, last episode rather for um, for a little while and. The there's a, we got a couple of boxes in over since that episode came out with that I'm really excited about. The first one was the Espinosa Crema. So this cigar is like one that most guys like you you know it's not a household name. It's not a cigar that you you come in asking for if you're the you know just your regular weekend smoker. But like once guys get turned onto that stick, they come back in asking for it every time, and so I was curious, gave it a shot, and oh my goodness. You know, what I can't say enough about the 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 pleasantness of the sweet cream note in that cigar. Um, it just really hit the spot with a cup of coffee. One of the one of the sweeter Connecticut shades that I've had to date. And I'm definitely gonna be going back to that one. And then we also got a couple boxes of the Murcielago from Espinosa. This is a very dark, again, San Andreas Maduro, toothy wrapper, thick, you know, like a like a sh- like a thin strip of leather wrapped around the outside of this cigar, and uh, one of the smoothest earth notes that uh, that you can find in in the entire industry. It was a fantastic cigar with a little bit of natural sweetness, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna put that one at full body for sure. Yeah, but so excited to have that one back on the shelves too. Yeah, a lot of you guys are gonna know that cigar is the Batman cigar. Yes, it's got that cool little uh, faux Batman logo on right, it. Right, right. Um, so just it's been one of our favorite cigars. Like Espinosa as a brand, we talked about it last episode. We're not gonna get into it too much, but just. Just a uh, just a packed portfolio with something for everybody. It's a it's a shame that they're not as represented as they as they should be. Even though you know they've been around for I think fifteen years or mm-hmm. so, and every stick in that catalog is a banger and tastes exactly. The Oscuro tastes like an Oscuro should. Mm-hmm. Habano tastes like a Habano should. Mm-hmm. The Maduros always give you that sweet natural flavor, mm-hmm. and the Connecticut from Dave's account, just creamy, nice, mild. Everything it should be, yeah, and maybe a little bit more. It so. really was, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going back around to those. So try those next time you guys stop in. Ask us for them. We'll show you where they're at. Yeah. Uh, so my cigars this week, uh, I had an El Rey del Mundo Oscuro, probably one of the most cost efficient cigars in the entire humidor. <laughs> Could pick one up for five or six bucks. So good. Just a just a great experience. Never fell apart. Awesome open draw. Mm-hmm. That identifiable Oscuro flavor. Um, you know, you're looking at you're looking at a great cigar for around a six dollar price point, which mm-hmm. is just in here not so rare, but in other places, you know, probably a little bit more difficult to get your hands on. Um, another one for me, the uh, Cao BX3. Haven't talked much about this cigar, nice. but this is one of our this is one of our higher performing SKUs in the humidor since its release last June. Mm-hmm. Highly anticipated. The first blend, I think, that wasn't developed by Ricky. Yeah, maybe. I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, to me, I was telling people when I was, you know, showing off the cigar and talking about it, is that that to me was the best regular release cigar hmm. in 2022. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nice. Um, just like a the ring sizes are a little big for for the cigar. I think it's a 52 robusto and a 54 toro. Mm-hmm. 
um, but just beautiful. It's not a Brazilian Puro, but it's very close. I think there's some, I think there's some Mexican tobacco in there. I could be wrong on that, but I know it's not a Puro. Right. But I know it's very close. Yeah, very close. Um, a couple of new things also this week. We got the Tatuaje Veracu and the Veracu yes. Blue. Both pretty full cigars. They they appear light. Don't let it fool you. They got a lot of flavor, as with a lot of Tatuaje's offerings. Um, just a lot there. A real journey, slow burner, have it after dinner, eat something, because you're going to need it, just like you will with the rest of Tatuaje's mm-hmm. portfolio. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a little bit something different for guys that are maybe bored with their regular everyday selection. Um, I've mm-hmm. had a lot of cigars this week, I have to say, but <laughs> those are the ones that stick out. Well, that BX3, man, yeah, like that. That's a good. that's a great recommendation for everybody at home, because... I've, I found that cigar to be, you know, it doesn't fit. A lot of times with, with, with cigars, like, they kind of all fit into, you can fit each one into a family of sorts. You know, they can they can sort of be put into groups, right? Even flavor-wise, like, they fit into certain, uh, you know, there's really just a handful of, like, certain flavor groups that you can fit these cigars into. But the BX3, I find, is a little bit weird. That, that cigar is a little different, man. It's, like, very unique. Um you know that combination of three different Brazilian tobaccos in there, along with you're right. I, it's not a, it's not a Brazilian puro, but it's it's got some other stuff. But three different Brazilian tobaccos, uh, yeah, definitely a unique blend. So try that one. That's really cool. So yeah, those are my cigars of the week. But also we're gonna we're gonna get back to the one that I've been smoking over the course of this episode. So yeah. obviously, if you're just joining us for the first time today, um, Dave gives me a cigar without a band in the beginning of an episode. I smoke it try to talk about the flavor notes that I'm getting, kind of the experience that I'm having with the cigar, and then at the very end, I try to guess it. So I'm about halfway through. Um, Now I'm going to give you my little breakdown of what I'm tasting here. So in the beginning, when I lit it, uh, it does appear to be a Connecticut, but the first couple pulls uh, have some strength to them. It was not the smooth, mellowed-out kind of smoke that um, I think would be textbook with a cigar in this shade which is a really good lesson that like cigars aren't always what they appear we get a lot of customers that kind of go by the rule of thumb like oh if it's dark it must be very strong like i tell people good rule of thumb not always true there are some full body lighter cigars like the aforementioned tatuaje veracu like uh you know some of the hoya de nicaragua cigars that we're going to be looking at soon mm-hmm. and apparently like this cigar here so some things that I identified really quickly, um, a couple episodes ago, we had we had a Honduran cigar that we were um, reviewing, or that I was uh, reviewing, and I kind of gave the indication that like I get like a lemony fruit kind of kind of kind of pull from it, and I again tasted that a little bit, mm. um, combined with the pepper. Um, that kind of leads me to think that it's not just a pure Honduran Connecticut. Mm. So that allows me to rule out a couple different things. Um, the complexity, though, kind of throws me for a curve. And, you know, I'm halfway through the cigar now, so I'm kind of getting more into it. And that Honduran flavor goes away um, throughout the first third. kind of narrows down, narrows down, narrows down. And then what I get is more of a woody, cedary taste with still that pepper, which is still strange because... Like I said, I'm looking at the cigar. It appears like it's going to be one that's just milder, not very strong, not with a lot of those flavors that you would kind of attribute to a uh, stronger full-body cigar. Hmm. So it's kind of ironic that we let off the episode talking about the trend of Connecticut's with balls because this one definitely has some kick. Um, So as I'm smoking it, I'm kind of, you know, tasting around, seeing what I think, and... After the first half, I come to settle on the idea that this is like a mixture. This might be a mixed region cigar because Mm. I can't pin it down with one prevailing flavor that is indicative of like an entire region, which is kind of the process that I go through in my head. So Mm. if you'll allow me, I'm going to get to the end of this guy. We're going to throw it over to our buddy, David Hasboon, to see what his cigar of the week is. Dominican Dave's Cigar of the Week. How you guys doing today? This is Dominican Dave. Apologize, voice is gone. I'm trying my best today, doing my part. We're gonna talk about today something very simple. Ashton number 10, aged Maduro. Mm-hmm. Beautiful cigar. Normally, I'm not a Maduro guy. Everybody that knows me knows this. Carl recommended this. I tried it. 
it became one of my top fives. Good cigar, flavor, amazing, smooth. I don't really have anything to compare it with because I'm, as I said, I'm not a Maduro guy. It's not peppery. It's, it has a velvet type chocolatey on it. Mm -hmm. Something that I actually appreciate completely in that cigar. Became one of my faves. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys enjoy it. Come grab one. Big thanks to our buddy, David Hasboon, a.k.a. Dominican Dave. Yeah, Dave. With his Cigar of the Week. Uh, Dave's been, it's kind of been interesting watching Dave's little journey into uh, the yeah. cigar world since we brought him in a, a year ago. Wow. It's going to be Dave's one year tall chief anniversary on march 21st Holy don't ask smokes. me how i remember i just do <laughs> um that's wild i had no idea it's been that long but yeah it's been really cool to watch uh somebody who's you know green uh come into the hobby and yeah. really you know take take it take it seriously like he decided that he was going to try <laughs> to learn about cigars and expand his palate and expand his taste yeah, and he's here. He's a great part of our team, and, you know, he's here all the time. So I'm sure you've seen Dave before. If you have uh, if you ever come into our humidor at least once or twice, great guy, getting into cigars, and uh, I think I'm identifying his palate. And maybe he'll be able to get up to, uh, you know, the level that I've kind of found myself at here uh, by playing this game. <laughs> um, I got it narrowed down, guys. He, he, yeah, he's got he's got it narrowed down quite a bit, and uh, he, I, he, he looks and seems confident right now. Uh, just, um, you know, I wish I could show you guys the, the, the confident look on this dude's face right now, because I'm pretty sure he's got it nailed. Yeah. I'm at the end of the cigar here. It's <laughs> been a, it's been a beauty to smoke throughout, throughout the whole episode. And I'm going to give you three choices here. Three things that I haven't narrowed down to the first one being the Camacho Connecticut. Mm. Um, so I picked that one because I know it's a mixed cigar. I know it's got some, uh, some filler from Honduras. It's got some Dominican in there. And uh, the most important signifier to me is that this is not a mild Connecticut. This is a more intense Connecticut. Um, maybe a good choice for guys that are just kind of uh, over, you know, the undercrowns, the Olivas, mm. the, uh, you know, the, the milder Connecticut's on the market. Um, that would be one that you want to choose. The second one that I have it narrowed down to is maybe a Perla Del Mar, Connecticut. Mm. Um, obviously by J.C. Newman, Nicaraguan cigar, uh, but very mild really great draw which i'm also noticing on this cigar the box press really has a way of just opening up the whole cigar mm -hmm. uh making it burn a little bit faster but really delivering so much flavor and uh, that little bit of pepper that i get makes me think it could be nicaraguan but i'm not really leaning that way and then the third option i think dave might be trying to get a little saucy on me this <laughs> month could it be an aging room connecticut mm. and i say that because aging room is known for making a stronger cigar they don't really have a mild, mild cigar. Like their Connecticut, uh, their Connecticut cigar does have a little bit of kick to it, mm -hmm. and they're known for that, mm -hmm. delivering tons of flavor, which I'm getting off this cigar, um, and just a little bit of kick too. So I got it narrowed down to those three. I'm doing really well so far with this, and I'm feeling the pressure. But my <laughs> guess is going to be that I am smoking a Camacho Connecticut <gasps> box press Toro. No way. We got there. Nailed hey, it. Hey, there's a label. I got the label in my hand. There it is. Yeah. Camacho Connecticut Box Press Toro. Wow. There it is. Yeah. That's It's unreal. a mix of Honduran and Dominican that is tobacco. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nailed it. It tasted a little familiar. Just, I, you know, Camacho's a brand that we sell a lot of. We brought them in here mm -hmm. in their, their, entire, their entire line when we started here. Um, you obviously know them for the big, beautiful boxes. And having been around since... 1962 yeah wow long time yeah so camacho is a brand that we're super proud of uh glad i got it i've smoked a lot of camacho in my life so i wasn't like i, I tasted it and i wasn't like hmm i never had this one before but mm -hmm. I, that being said camacho is not a regular part of my rotation right it's kind of got to be something that i'm in the mood for particularly the corojo red label um, Honduran Cigar of the Year in 2021 right. in uh, Tobacco Business Magazine. Right. Uh, yeah, that's just a beautiful full-body cigar. But this one, uh, this this is a, a 
kind of ironic that we're that we landed on this one because you know the Connecticut with balls, right? This is a great <laughs> example if you want to taste what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and we can give you a couple other examples too. You know, stop in and see us for a recommendation. It's what we do for a living, right? So, if you go, you want to expand your palate and be able one day, one day you too can be able. <laughs> To blind taste test a cigar and pick it out just like that, just like our boy Carl just did here for the fourth time in a row. Yeah, so. I got to start doing it live. Um, I didn't realize. <laughs> Take it on tour, man. I got to start doing it live. Once yeah. we get video, it'll be even more interesting. We're going on people. tour. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> First stop. Uh We'll let you know about that. Keep it posted. Join the mailing list for yes. the tour dates. Um, we're going to make it harder next week. All next right. week, I really I want to work. Not I want to work for it next week. Yeah, so. it's tough. You know, I, I, put a, I put some thought into my choices. But, yeah, if that's what, if that's what we want to do, then I'm going to step it up. I'll step it up next week. We'll see if we can stump the big dog. And, uh, you know, I, we just want to say again, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, this is episode four of what we hope to be a very long running tradition here at tall chief cigars um we're having a lot of fun putting these together for you guys and we just really appreciate the participation the buy-in you know we've built an awesome group of guys here and we want that to keep going keep growing so tell your tell your friends share this episode like it subscribe you know help us out and uh Make sure to stay in touch on social media. Yeah, and in the meantime, we're running a pretty funky promotion this month where uh, if you post a picture of yourself smoking one of our brands of the month, you're going to be entered into winning an awesome, beautiful H. Upman humidor. So, you know, get involved. Get on our Facebook page, Tall mm-hmm. Chief Cigars at Native Pride, Instagram at Tall Chief Cigars, TikTok at Tall Chief Cigars, anywhere that you interact on social media, you could find us. Let us know what you're smoking. We just want to know. We want to talk. We want to see what you're doing, see what you're up to, see what you think. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we really appreciate you guys tuning in, mm-hmm. sharing, coming in to the store, talking about what we got going on. We want to interact with you 24-7. You could do that on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, here in the store, or at the world-famous TallChiefCigars.com, where we're providing you with every sweet cigar that you could find in our humidor. Yep, it's all there, guys. And uh, make sure to subscribe so that episode five ends up in your inbox two weeks from two weeks from now. So every two weeks, we're going to be releasing another one of these. We're going to keep this rolling. Thanks again to everybody for listening. Peace.